Black History Month. I'd like to say, welcome to I'ma Let You Finish. Is that uh, your Michael Jackson no, invitation? I'ma Let You Finish, episode 14. We're so happy to to be here with you. I'm your host, Horse Face Lesbian, <laughs> with our other host, Post-its Amy. Thank you so much. I, you know, I'm not going to vote for her, but the idea of having a president, Amy, I got to say, would not make me mad. Horse Face Lesbian would like to say we are brought to you in partnership with Listening Party Presents and recorded at Canal Street Radio in the lovely Canal Street Market. Please come down here and support, guys. It's Canal Street is great. China Street is great. You just said Canal. Canal. And Canal Street <laughs> Canal is great. Canal Street is great. Canal Street is even better. No, the seriously. Canal Street Market is amazing. Listen. We record down here, guys. Come Xenophobes. Like. And neither one of us are wearing a mask. So get over yourselves. Nobody has the coronavirus down here and stop your shenanigans. And we're seeing and a lot of the businesses down here that suffering. we like and we support being empty when we're coming down Do here, Do you guys, want so Senegalese men to be unemployed because like you <laughs> won't come down and buy a bootleg Prada? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think of the children. Think of the children. There's every kind of fake supreme that you want for your friend uh, who lives in Wyoming who will not suprom, who will not suprom. know that it's that it's not the real thing. There are gifts for everyone. I remember when we when I went to Dakar with <laughs> uh, in, in long time ago, 1999 with Lucian, and they have mm-hmm. huge markets there, obviously. Yeah. And Lucian was like, "Mom, I want to buy some bootleg Nike," and I'm like, "But son, you don't have to buy bootleg Nike. We live in the United States. You can get real Nike." Yeah, but the bootleg stuff is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, he works for Nike. Right. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. So. How was your week? Well, let's see. Hmm. I went to Brooklyn to have dinner and watch the debate with people because I thought, I always watch these things alone. Let's go. And so I'm sitting aren't we there. Always, aren't we always alone, though? I'm literally <laughs> about to put a knife into my Heart. steak and cut it <laughs> when the first thing I heard was, Horse-faced lesbians and fat broads. And I looked up, and we all looked up at the television. I was like, oh, is this how we're starting? Is this the first line in this debate? Let me tell you something. People, first of a uh, uh, full disclosure, Elizabeth Warren is the person I want to win. Yes, whether you she does, and like everybody else, I'll vote blue no matter who. Blah blah blah. But this is the primary. You know, the Republicans had everybody and their mother. Remember little Mark Rubio? You know, oh, God, yeah, yeah, all those people up there. Mm-hmm. Remember Scott Walker? Remember oh, he was? Yeah. Remember him? Yeah, because I remember. You know, Rudy Giuliani at one point was the biggest. Oh, right. Lord. So this is when they have the steel cage death match. Okay. Yes. Um. Elizabeth Warren has always been this chick. Yeah. She's always she's a tough cookie, man, and people think like and what I love about her other than pretty much everything is that she's you know when the guys are kind of piling on the other women, she will stand up for Amy Klobuchar. Obviously, she's running against her, but she defended her. Not when she turned around and looked at her and said, and her plan is so non-existent, it might as well be on a post. No, but she, when but somebody she, else attacked no, her, she yes. she is. You but can, she dismissed the fuck out of her oh, with that good. line. We were all like, yeah. oh. Ooh. But you can. The thing is, this is the thing. You can. I hated all of it's it. It's a fuck. I, the reason, I only watched part of it because it was giving me a headache. But the, here's the thing. This is the primary. This is when you fight. This is when you. I would, Except this is when. You need to get Democrats and people excited because you need them. And the, like, listen, we're in New York, right? right? So it's a whole different thing. You need those those battleground states. And I don't think they learned anything about any of these people except the arguing back and forth. They should have brought up all of the shit that Trump has done that they need to fucking. But change. Democrats know that. Uh, well, I think the ones in New, like again, we're on the coast. 
You know, we know we're not voting no, for Democrat, Trump here. No, but Democrats are not voting but for Trump. But they stayed home last time. So you need... Right. I feel like somebody needed to come out to make them say, I'm going to vote for this person. All I, I know think if you, love, if you love Elizabeth Warren... You loved her her performance. You yeah. were like, she's my girl. You love Bernie. You loved it. I don't no, think Bernie any, was the same. He Bernie is always but just the people an old who love him loved him. Right? People feel like Biden had a good night, and I feel like they feel like Biden had a good night because basically he wasn't attacked. You know. Well, I mean, I would like them to go after Bernie more because if you're going to be the front runner, it's need, you need to start taking some incoming. This was all because Bloomberg had the audacity. You know, Bloomberg has the audacity to think he can run for president and not do anything. I couldn't believe he was wasn't more prepared on the basic. He's I'm like, you know they're coming for you, for you on, on those things. two things. They've been and, signaling and it. And he just wasn't ready. I think that's his arrogance. I really do. I mean, we remember what he... He, yes, vote for Blue no matter who. If he really wanted to get rid of Trump, he would be running as a Republican. This is true. Which because, he was. Because he changes he, his party like everything. the wind. He, he has changes been his fucking parties like I changed my hair color. Right. Okay? Right. He could run as a Republican. He would do serious damage as a Republican. Because there are Republicans who find uh, Trump repulsive. Mm -hmm. They're not speaking out enough. But there mm -hmm. are Republicans who find him repulsive. Who only voted for him because they wanted change or they didn't like Hillary. And he could appeal to them. But instead, he's such a fucking egomaniac, he should not be running as a Democrat. No. And I'm hoping when Clint Eastwood endorses you, that's your sign that you're not a Democrat. You know what I'm did saying? Who, who did Clint Eastwood endorse? Bloomberg. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm done. This show's over. Right. I'm going to get a pizza and just sit in my fat clothes at home. I'm going to look I at my expanding what's, foot. Like, what's fucking happening? But, I watched that debate, and I was just like, Okay, so everybody's yelling at each other. You know, I will give it to Mayor Pete because, you know, I love a good old Queen Reed. And, honey. He's like, oh. let me but, tell you but something. But Amy had been coming for him for a long time. Yeah, but and you know what? Deservedly so, because let's be honest. They, they all, listen, they've all come for each other. And I don't feel, I, I look at her like, listen, you're on all of these committees that deal with the border. How do you not know who the president that's of Mexico a, that was is? A, that's not the problem. The that problem is the problem. But to, you want to be president. You forget stuff. I mean, I'll give her that. All right, but here's the thing. Girl. There's animosity between them because I'm going to be totally... Listen, a, a woman with his qualifications would not even made it to the Donald first Trump round. Donald Trump is president, everybody. Uh, but he's <laughs> a Donald Trump is an aberration in terms of what people expect. But they put him in office. Yes, I know that. But what I'm saying, Donald, and he's going to be in office again for another four more years. I'm, what I'm saying is, though, uh, but even Donald Trump was deigned to be more qualified than Hillary Clinton, who, no matter what you think about I don't her, even think is that's the what most it was. qualified person. You know what it was? Because people believe him. He's been screaming, I'm rich, I'm rich, without really having to prove it and show it. No one cares about all but of the... But sexism he, played a role in And it. also, Donald Trump was a celebrity who, for of 10 course. years plus, was the apprentice in right. their room. No, they had other role. celebrities calling him Mr. Trump. Well, you know? anyway, well, like I said, I, I did not mind the fighting because I will say the next day I saw Elizabeth Warren and she was on shows. And I just think that if she her name was Warren Elizabeth, she would be the uncontested front runner because she has everything going for her on paper. She comes from the working. She comes from the Midwest or she comes from a poor background. She was a single mother. She's an academic. Remember a few years ago, she was the most feared woman on Wall Street because she wanted to break. She's right. the real deal. No, listen, I my opinion on the entire situation is that the Democrats have fucked up. 
The Democrats have fucked up because we knew an election was coming. They come every four years. They do. And they should have been grooming a candidate that the entire party could get behind. Well, they thought that that for was Biden. years. Yeah, but, they, and, and, but his whole thing was, I'm Barack's best friend. And it's like, they needed a young person, someone who could really get the young people for years. And now here we are, and everybody's still in their own corners. And what, that night that I was out... Every, not one person there was like, they were like, yeah, I like this person. But they were like, we just need to vote who but can I tell you, whoever the person but is. That's and that's a sad state. Do, but, but that's a sad state You're not going to be No, because when Clinton was report. running, people... Yeah, but this election, we knew was something different. We knew. We saw what was it. You know state. who I think one of those candidates who could have been the inspired... The inspiring one and Robert Smith just walked right by. Oh, you know who I think could have been the inspiring one who was kind of driven out. In he's her so own, committed to that hair. He is too. committed. I and have it, to give him. That. I got and it's like the symmetry. No, it's on a it, lot of work. It never the, seems to grow. It seems like he clips it. But every the week. symmetry is always perfect. The hair stands Listen, up on by one day we have to invite him. Absolutely. Unless he's a mute. Uh, <laughs> I told you I saw him at uh, Jackson McNally. Like I know it's like he's that was a little scary. You. Yeah. What would that, how would it be if that's the man I end up with? I mean, as long as he can turn you out and beg, because at this point you don't need any bad. I dick. could get really good hair trips you know, from yeah, him. You know. But what I was gonna say is, I think in a really weird way, Kamala was that kind of candidate that people I, were excited about, and she got blown. <gasps> Oh, I, I couldn't rock with her for some reason. No, but I'm just uh, saying in terms even from of the excitement. Beginning, no, but th- but that was just it. It was there was zero. And I heard a couple of things. You know, she was doing the wealthy black circuit, right? So I know we some, need to get on. So that. I know someone, where is that? I know, you know, that's how they go to do those donor parties, right? So I know somebody, Jack and Jill society. I know type someone stuff. who was at you know a, a famous person's home, right? In Los Angeles, yeah. you know, it was a fundraiser for her. She came and she spoke. And the person said to me, like, yo, at the end, like, nobody was really feeling her. Nobody was really feeling it. They just, just, I don't think her message was right. Well, the problem with Democrats is that we want purity. We just have to fucking. Um, I don't even know if we want purity. We want, don't bullshit us. It's like, well, come the with fact, a real deal Well, the shit. fact that people are attacking Eliz- um, Elizabeth Warren because she says she's a capitalist. We're all fucking, ca- Bernie Sanders is not your savior. First of all, Democrats need to stop acting like capitalism is wrong. There's there are a lot of very ca- fucking no, wealthy. Demo- de- There's not Democrats. <laughs> it's the Bernie contingent. Bernie? Which is a whole other thing. Did yeah, you, did I don't you see his whole know. excuse with the Bernie bros being like, it's Russia. And, <laughs> and they were like, it's not Russia. It's well, your also, people. Well, also, it's your people. And, it's and you tell you can tell a lot about somebody by the company they keep. Yeah. And you're not reining them in because I think, look, I will vote for Bernie. I voted for Bernie in the New York primary. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just, I don't want some fucking angry man screaming at I'm me all the time. I'm changing parties after this election. What are you going to go, independent? I'm going independent, probably. You only, the only reason to be a Democrat is to vote in the primary. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I'm just over it. Uh, I'm not going as tacky. I shouldn't say tacky. I'm not going to like Green Party or some yeah, shit. Yeah, Green Party's a waste But of I'm time. going to, I'm just, I'm probably going to go independent. But I'm... I know it's I know it's not Democrats anymore. I'm like, I'm so over you guys. And you guys are like Overall. bad toilet water. Is there good toilet water? Well, you know. You're talking about the kind you put air on yourself? Air, air do toilet. <laughs> oh, you mean the toilet? You mean the stuff you splash on yourself? <laughs> Speaking of uh, things that you splat, watch the segue. The segue, your, your mind is going to be blown when I do the segue. All right. So this week, Rosario Dawson. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then we, goodbye. <laughs> All right. 
So okay. Rosario Dawson has inserted herself into the LGBTQ community by coming out. And, and that woman from um, uh, um, Jamila, whatever her name is. Oh, what she's is it? from that show. Um, the Good Place, right? Which is a great show. It is. It's, a, it's done. It's done, it's but done, it's a good done, show. Done, done, done. Yeah. So Rosario has come out, and we're all like, one who gives a fuck. But then she's come out, but it's also like, well, I've never been in a relationship with a woman or something. And it was no, like, she's, she hasn't come out. She's gender neutral. She's like, it's like, okay. See, we can't even Pick explain what it is. We can't even explain it's what like, it is. like, what the fuck? Why are you in this story? All right, first off, yeah. Why? Well, hadn't there been a news story that her family was accused of transphobic attacks? So maybe there was a little. Oh, Jesus. But it's like, honey, okay, your boyfriend. <laughs> your boyfriend who. I'm doing I, the international cock calling signal that we Oh, have is that? Up. I didn't know there was one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't really care if he's gay or not. I don't really give a flaunt. Okay, you need to stop that right now. I'm injured, and I can't jump up and fucking hurt you. But I will use my one good foot and kick your black ass. But I don't care if he's gay or not. And to be honest with you, that is a form of sort of like gay baiting kind of... I don't really give a flying uh, yeah, fuck. My issues yeah. with Cory Booker are, are, have nothing to do with the fact whether he, you know, fucking... Yeah, who gives a shit? I don't give a shit I don't care what, what you want to do with dick. But it's just so ridiculous. It's like, okay, so if you're gender fluid mm -hmm. and you're identifying as queer, but mm -hmm. you haven't had a relationship with a woman mm -hmm. and you have no interest in having a relationship mm -hmm. with a woman, but it's something, okay, so we all like watch porn videos and go, ooh, she's hot. Does right. that make me gender queer? You know what that makes her? Stop fucking trying to see your name in the press. No, what it makes her, she has a new show coming out. Well, no, she has a show with where she's wearing this bag wig. It's already Oh, on. you know what it is? She uh, on Jane the Virgin. She mm. played a lesbian, and maybe it kind of oh, gave her, Jesus and not a horse face Christ, one, right. kind of a hot horse face lesbians <laughs> and fat broads. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I don't, you know. I mean, it's just sort of there's a performative aspect because there are. Here's uh, the thing: it's a, it, they're it's real a real issue. There's Let me just tell you something. As a person who came out, you know, I, I knew I was gay from a little child. I, you know, I didn't know what the meaning of the word was, but older people, I heard them constantly calling me a faggot. And so that made me have to look <laughs> up and be like, well, what, what does that mean? You That's, know what I mean? Yeah, what does yeah. that mean? But the interesting thing about me is once I figured out what it meant, I was like, even as a young kid, I was like, fuck them. I'm a goddamn albino unicorn, bitch. I am special. Right. And I always felt like, yep, I'm gay and I'm unique. Right. And I'm different, and I will show you right. when I'm better than you doing my life, and you're living in this small, hick town doing whatever. You know, I really, that's how right. I felt. You were an aspirational you know, game. Because I, I always, I came from, and this is going to back into our, our next uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I came from a family that loved me, right. no matter how I was. Which is Not saying that it wasn't always easy. No, but I mean... But you know that, what? And I was that's reaffirmed precious. in that. Yeah. So it was like there wasn't anything that some stranger or some random person, or even a person I went to school with, could say about me right. that would change how I felt about myself. Well, but that is not how a lot of these young kids are. Nobody needs you trying to be some weird queer ally coming in and trying to make yourself a part of this equation. Well, there's like almost a Rachel Dolziak. Dolazar, mm -hmm. her too. Yeah, thing to it. I mean, if she is genuinely bisexual or well, queer, she could have just said that I'm bisexual, but that's okay, not what she but said. But if you, you know? have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's this. If I feel like there's this sense, 
It was something that society belittled and ignored and pretended didn't exist for years. And now, because of social media in some way, everybody feels like they have to have their moment. And for kids who are in transition, who are transitioning, and for people who are struggling with stuff and dealing with real prejudice, how does it help them when a Hollywood star kind of does this half-assed, I'm with you, but not really. It's very performative. It's very like wearing an outfit. Very, very much. And it's so... And then it's just so weird and twisted out. So it's like, all right, now we're all talking about you, but this is bullshit. Right. And there are people out there who are really struggling, who don't have the support. And there are the people who have the support who are actually, you know, a lot of people, for whatever reason, look to celebrities for certain things. Right. right. They don't need another confusing message from you. They just don't. And it was it was irresponsible and it was dumb. I remember, I was going to say, I remember years, a couple of years ago, there were some celebrity they were trying to come up you know pro-choice and they were saying well i have never had an abortion but if i could have one i Who would was that i remember yeah. i remember it was just, and it was just and like i'm what just the like first off fuck? It's, it's not something any as someone who has had one right. it is not something you want to have as some of my female friends who i've you know had to it's comfort awful. before and after it's one it's awful it was not a decision that they made like oh lightly, what's, what's like, today you know what i mean it's tuesday i think i'll have I an saw, abortion i saw no but the I reality of what that did. But that's like you know? the same level. It's yeah. like no one is saying you can be a queer ally. You can be a black ally. You can be a white. You can be an ally without having to dr- wrap yourself in their skin for Christ's sake. You know, it's like it's just insulting in a way as if being gay is something you're like, oh, OK, no. Well, I hate, Smith. I hate Sam I wanna, Smith. I hate Sam Smith. I hate Samson. I hope his record. I, I hate uh, him. Well, I mean, I he's whatever. But he drives you nuts. He drives I, me. Nuts. I have. I have uh, some commentary that I would like to say. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. gonna adjust myself and put my foot. Yeah. My foot up. Uh, somebody. Not bro- up, somebody anything. broke. Somebody broke a toe. I broke we want to ask how someone broke Figure a toe. Figure skating. It, <laughs> She was doing a triple sow cow. And Johnny Weir, a that jo- little fucking bitch, <laughs> said, Amy, jump into my arms. And he went, oops. <laughs> so this is a really important thing. And um, and it's all concerning, you know, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union supporting their daughter, Zaya. I've heard so many disparaging, disparaging, disparaging remarks. Unbelievable. From... L- some prominent black men, and this is what I want to say about the trope that I keep hearing about the breaking apart of black family, you know, accepting these things. I'm like, it's, I find it very interesting that I keep seeing people who have several kids with different women right. all over the place, <laughs> never married any of the mothers. Right, very concerned about the black Never kids. married any of the mothers. Right. And... Kids growing up with their siblings sometimes in different states and different right. places. I understand that happens in life. Right. But I don't want to constantly keep hearing from these people about us breaking down the blacks, the black family. That child is loved. Very much. That so. child has support. Yep. And that child ha- is, is well adjusted. Now, you can have whatever feeling you have about a 12-year-old you know, having super long nails, like, is that the thing? That, right. that's, that's a conversation you would have about any child. Like, right. you know, I, I don't I think... I see 12-year-old yeah. heterosexual girls yeah. on the street, you know and I'll what say, I mean? why are they... I you don't know, what know I mean? they should that, dress that, like that. But to stop blaming, black people need to stop blaming, or, or I should say certain black people, right. need to stop blaming my community for breaking up the black family when you need to... How about show your daughter... 
right. that she should be married, have a man who treats her a certain way, marry her, and then maybe have a kid with her. Or maybe and not talk about, I don't know if he's, well, I shouldn't say this because I don't know if he said anything, but you know, don't sexualize your own children. Don't put your children, you know. D- d- well, I don't think it's about, I'm talking about real basic stuff in the black community i'm tired of it like i hear it's always the go-to when it comes to us that we're breaking apart black families and i'm like you didn't even marry the mother of this child or this child or this child and they're constantly coming to you needing money for their kid don't tell me about the black family i grew up in a family i had a mother and a father that were married until the day my father died right you know what i'm saying and he my father loved us right well here's what i want to say about the whole zaya as my mother did yeah here's the thing i have two friends whose uh children are trans Okay. One um, did it when she was quite young, four mm-hmm. or five. There was okay. there an awareness. And the other one did it when um, they are both uh, trans women now. And the other one did it when she was in early college. Mm-hmm. It is not an easy thing for anyone to go through. No. It's for the child... For the parents, my friend described it as almost like a loss in a way. She had two sons, but here's the thing. So I'm a, I teach, right? And when you're a teacher, you have to, you're what they call a mandated reporter, which means I am legally obligated if I see abuse mm-hmm. to report it. Right. So listen to me, boozy fuckwad or whatever your name is, and these other rappers who are chiming in. Number one, this is not your child. Right. You are not under social media. This is the problem with social media. Right. This is not your child. Whatever you a may twelve think, year old. A twelve year old. Whatever you may think of this politically, religiously, aesthetic, whatever your rationale, this is not your child. This is not a child living on the street. This is not a child being abused. This is a child being loved. Now surrounded in love. Actually right. a showing that a black family can say, you know what? This is not how I envision this. Right. But this is who my child is. Right. And you know what? I need to create, just like for all of my children, a safe space for this child to know that you are loved and we will help you through whatever steps we need to help you through. And I love that his older brother posted, her older brother, her older brother posted a really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful post to to his sister. Yeah, I would like that if we could live in a world where these things didn't have to be done publicly, not because I'm ashamed or they should be ashamed, because... It shouldn't have to be, but he is a celebrity. Gabrielle's a celebrity. Ergo, the child is a celebrity because people see it. Right. I want to give a shout out to Angela Yee because I was watching Breakfast Club and they were discussing it. And the two guys kept using he and she kept saying she. Right. She. Yeah. It's like this is. But the main thing is that it's none of your business. And to make comments about, yo, don't let him cut his dick off. Is anyone talking about gender reassignment I, surgery? I just it's thought, like, how I was vile like, is that? I was like, that? you are talking about a 12 year old. Who's not your 12 year old. Who's okay? not your. You know what you do? You call. You get that outrage when you see a child being abused. You get that outrage when you see children in cages on the border or when you see starving children. Leave this fucking little girl alone. It is just... She is well taken care it's of. It's absolutely appalling it's to me. It's really... It's Stop just... Stop blaming us. Right. You know what? Stop it. And Stop also, blaming... No one chooses... I'm going to say this out loud to everybody. No one chooses this life. It comes out of you because it's yeah. who you are. I would not, as a little kid, say, you know what? I'm already a black man in America. What you know can what? I make? What can let I do to me, make it more difficult? Let me pile liking <laughs> dick and ass on top of that. That you know what I mean? It's like I've had, and and people, no one believes me when I say this. 
I've navigated through a lot of shit. Right. Being a black gay boy in New York. And the, uh, the majority of the shit that I dealt with was it within my own community, which is just devastating. You know what I mean? It's like, I look like you. Right. But you still, like, I had a big argument the other night with, with some people. We were just talking about black people and why I don't feel like we ever really come all the way together. I said, because we segregate certain shit. And I was like, and one of the people was doing that. I said, see, but you're like, well, I don't like these guys. I said, but you have to fight for them. Yes, exactly. It's not a matter of you liking them. I said, there's a lot of shit I don't like. But if I'm fighting for all of your, I'm fighting for your right to be mediocre to excellent, just like everyone else. Welcome to white supremacy and patriarchy, I don't get to separate it and say, well, I'm not fighting for these blacks. I said, that's what you're doing. And I said, when you, they said, the reason why Jewish people have been successful in fighting certain things and having power in this city when things happen is they collectively will go when some mm. shit go. No, no, listen, did you, in New York City, though, immediately when something happens here, those Jewish leaders are together and they're like, fix it immediately. I'm, I'm, there's all the cracks and all the other shit, but immediately. A lot of times in our communities, we start fracturing almost immediately. And that is a detriment to what the fight is supposed to be. It's like, fuck it, fight that shit later. We all have to be standing on that front line together. It's not about whether I like what you do here, what you do here. We all have the right, so we've got to push this forward and stop fracturing ourselves. And I would say, to me, you know, being outside of that community, to me, like, what it boils down to in in so many ways is it's none of your fucking business. Real fucking It's none of your fucking business. And we're talking about a 12-year-old. We're talking about a 12-year-old. Who seems fine. Seems good to me. And I just saw a fucking interview with Dwayne and they were like, how's your daughter doing? He's like, all this attention. She was like, She's worried because she's got to report this dude tomorrow. Yeah, and no, she seems like she's living her life. <laughs> and but she's the main like, thing is, I need this report. And like done I for said, school. this is social media. This is yes. where everybody thinks what they have to say is interesting. And it's, it, it comes down to it's none of your business. And stop looking for reasons to hate people and stop making vile comments. About, These are children you're talking yep. about. Who, and it's already a trying time being a kid. Try being an LGBTQ kid. Because, yeah, even though when you're loved and support, there's this. It's just Come the on. growing pains of life that it's we just, all fucking it's go just, through. It just, it's just insulting to me. So I don't know. Like I said, to me, it's just one of those things where as a mother and and just as a person, I'm just like, yeah, nobody. You were, very, you, were, you were pissed. You were like, I can't believe this shit nobody's, that I'm fucking it's, And it's also none of your yeah. fucking business. You right. know, it's one thing. It would be like someone in the street in the most benign sense, someone in the street coming up to me and saying, I don't like, you know, you need to dress your child better. He looks cold. It's none of your fucking business. If you see someone being abused, yes, you say something. Right. Because you don't. And stop saying lifestyle choice. It's not a lifestyle. Oh, they, 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 lifestyle, everybody loves Lifestyle that. is when you go to spas. No. I okay. Mean, or we, go on a just, cruise. We're just lifestyle choices. We're, lifestyle. We're breaking apart the American family. Yeah. Lifestyle. Okay. Please. I don't know. Ugh. Harvey Weinstein is <laughs> walking around looking like an old man and the jury can't i mean by the time you listen to this on the on the first clearly they'll find uh, a verdict there there will be a verdict but as of today somebody has to be and trump will figure out some way of making it about the corrupt prosecutors Uh, coming after him let me say not for nothing if anyone deserves to go to jail for the rest of his life it's roger stone with his nixon back tattoo he is a human about these pardons he is a yeah Uh, bernie carrick Mm. (laughs) fucking 
Rob Blagdanovich. You can who, pronounce it. Ooh, very good. You who, who, last night on Ooh, Anderson Cooper. I mean, Anderson Cooper ripped like, him ripped him a new asshole and then stitched it up, ripped him another what one. What is it with all of these white collar white men suddenly now painting uh, themselves? They're victims. taking a page out of the Donald Trump book and now they're all victims. I'm like, And he's a Democrat. None of you. Oh my God, he's so the right is. He's a Democrat, he's but sure he is. but he's a Chicago Democrat. So Which that's a is whole different whole set of politics. But I love but him. Like I didn't realize until I was arrested <laughs> that the criminal justice system <laughs> is corrupt, and there's gambling in Casablanca too. Are you f- and Anderson Cooper? Bless his, bless mm-hmm. his. You can see, honey. That's when the Queen came out. He was oh, like, he was like, he was like, he was like hold, <laughs> stop, <Girl. laughs> hammer time. It was like, really, <laughs> really. Really? You just called yourself a political prisoner? Oh, my God. The worst thing that happened to you in prison is you couldn't dye your hair. I mean, it's just like, this is, this is. <sighs> yeah. Here's the main thing. Here's the thing it's we're just, trying to say. If I, if I may. So may I, the thing is, is that every president has a right to give pardons. Yes. Every president has given pardon to politically correct, connected and, people. And they usually do it at the end, end of, of the their, thing. Of well, he's term. doing it for ratings right yeah. now. But. We he, the people he is parting. What he is basically saying: it's okay to subvert the law. It's Absolutely. okay to subvert the law because the, there are people who are waiting for pardons that he could have gone. Uh, to, Leonard if he Peltier, wanted, if he really wanted to make an impact, really Leonard Peltier, uh, Mumia. Um, I'm sure there are oh, tons. Well, he would never do because you know, yeah, that, know that would have the police of I'm, this country. Okay, Leonard Peltier. There, I'm sure there are women in the Bronx who were swept up because their boyfriend was a dealer who were doing hard time under the Rockefeller laws right. that he could get rid of. Right. But no, what he's doing is subverting because he fundamentally doesn't. This is the thing that blows my mind uh, about this. Republicans used to be for rule of law. This man does not believe in the rule of law. I mean, he's breaking down. Look at what's happening at the Justice Department. Ugh. It's just our intelligence chief person has no experience, and the Republicans are dead and silent. He's a mean queen. I'm like, I want, he's a very mean And I want queen. everybody to understand what that means. It doesn't matter if you're what side you're on. You want the intelligence person right, to, be to, intelligent. Know, to know what they're doing. Yeah. It, and so now when his own intelligence people come back and tell him that Russia's trying to interfere in this election, they want you to win and they're trying to interfere to help Bernie win so that you can beat him. And he dismisses that and says, oh, that's something from the Dems and it's bullshit. And they believe that. It's like, okay, All right, love your guy. Yeah, you should love but, your guy. You love you know, him. But a, you also have to hold his feet. You can't just... You it's can't just late. believe everything's a it's deep state. You can't late. believe that everything is a giant conspiracy. You can't believe you I guys have fallen for him screaming to Democrats when Mueller and all of those guys were no, Republicans. I I Rod Rosenstein, who late. brought that the special prosecutor in, is a Republican. No, I think it's too late. I really think I think that I'm, we're, I'm just hoping it's never too we late. We are looking at the dismantling of a democracy. What is what's going to happen is with having an an inexperienced intelligence chief is well he's only in for six weeks yeah but anything can happen in six weeks of course it is it's already happening anything can happen i don't know i i just find like i said the thing is and harvey weinstein's a criminal harvey weinstein's a criminal and bernie carrick was a fucking criminal bernie criminal a criminal you know uh, uh, when they do a law and order episode about you you're a cr- did you see that one? The one I did order? see a That was a good one. It was a good one. Was that the one with Bobby Cannavale playing OJ Simpson? No, you know what you want to play. 
Barbie Carlevall, he never played OJ. No, he played a sports, he played a baseball player who killed his wife, who wrote a book about it, who got away with it. Maybe I'm conflating. No, that's a different episode. It's a different one. All right, we have to take a breath. Do you remember the one, the baseball player, and it turns out he was gay, and he was having an affair with the guy who was like the Al Magazine. I love that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good one. They're all really good. They're all really good. They're all excellent. And and it's it's. I told you I met the guy that one was one of the first producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me the tea because I was like, well, what happened with Michael Moriarty? Oh, and yeah, Richard and Brooks. Stuff. And you want to hear something else? And yeah. Candace and I Googled this. You know the boom, boom? You know uh-huh. what that is? Monks jumping up and down on, on something. It is? <laughs> the famous Dung Dung. Monks. Uh-huh. And if you watch really, really early Law and Orders, there's Based. no boom, boom. Well, no, and it's a, it's a tick. Because, it's a tick. Because it's, and it's a timer. It, right. Because it's the, the time from the and crime to when they saw it. And they always it. give these specific I mean, addresses that it, don't exist in real if, life. If you watch the early seasons of Law and Order. The first season. They are so sexist oh, and racist. And homo- the language. In no, the, it's I'm unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. And some of them come on now and I'm like, holy shit. How did that shit? make it through? How did you like, no, how did you depict That me? was the first year. Nobody was paying it was attention. It's like, how did you depict people like No, this? I know. It's really <laughs> unbelievable. And all the addresses are in the yeah, middle of the, the Hudson, middle, Road, the middle the Hudson, Hudson River. River. And true. everybody goes to Hudson University and they use that same school. Thing, they all still go to Hudson. They use, use that, that same that school. school. Is, it's the Catholic school. school the it's private Hudson, school. It's the private school. No, Hudson, they actually show campus, but I Sometimes. I want to know, but yeah. they always go to this prep school. I saw the one what? last night. I'm sorry, we're going to this turn. But yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah, one yeah. last night where the Irish kid, the Westie, he was the Westie from um, <laughs> from um, Dykeman. He got off at Dykeman, and right. he was like, our, and and the and the rich parent was like, you know, in their Mick attitude and their right. Mick anger, mm-hmm, and Logan mm-hmm. gets right. all like, oh. I love it. I love, I love it. everything so, about that show. Some people have died. Oh yeah! Wow, that was a horrible <laughs> fucking segue. That is a segue I would do. Well, you know. All right, let's go dumb, dumb. Oh my god, we're horrible people. Well, let's just start with the legendary Jeanette Dubois. Oh yeah, sing it. Girl, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east side, moving on up to a, to a deluxe apartment, apartment in the sky. High. Which well, I, which I quote up. every yeah. time I ha- I talk about yeah. my apartment. No, I listen, no, we're talking song. Wilona, the legendary Wilona, hot. I mean, who the milf, know? the original Honey, milf, man, who, who had the boutique. Ooh. Remember the boutique? So Walona always had her outfit and Wasn't a hat. Wasn't she Janet's aunt? She well, she ends up uh, becoming Janet's surrogate mother because remember, right. Kim Fields' mother played her mother, Janet's actual mother, who right. used to beat her up. Right. And remember, she burned her with the iron and right. all of that, destroying the, the black family. The very <laughs> <laughs> God the, damn you, trans the, people, and your the, black family destroying. You know. Like now, where's the iron? <laughs> is um is what's her face still alive? Who? Uh, Esterol? No, no, no. The, Ber- the, the only Bernadette Stan is, is still alive. Do you know that what's his face used to live in my neighborhood, Ralph? Ah, uh, Michael. Yeah, uh, I, I used to see him all the time. He was yeah. always in Fork Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, she's great. Mm. And uh, we have to be a little more serious about this. No. Um, all right. Another person who passed away, who really crucial musician was Ivan Kral, who was mm. in the Patti Smith band mm-hmm. for years. Who um, was he around for horses and? Yes, you know? he he co-wrote Dancing Barefoot. Okay. 
Um, and this is completely un- unimportant, but incredibly good looking and very nice guy. Czech immigrant mm-hmm. was involved in the Czech Revolution. Very, very so. I've, and from what I've heard, a very, very nice person. Really, you kind of give me Patty Smith vibes. I get that all the time. You do. You give I me was Patty on, Smith vibes. I was on the train once, and this girl was reading um, Just Kids, and then I said, "Oh, that's a really great book." And she goes, "You look like her," and I went. <laughs> so she got much hotter boyfriends than I do. Um, I like Patty Smith. I think yeah. Patty Smith has like is like integrity with a capital I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, really yeah. is. Everything about her is integrity. Um, and then um, a band that blew my mind the first time I saw him, Andy Gill from um, Gang of Four. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch the videotapes of him. The, a style of guitar player that we just sort of take for granted now. Yeah. Very innovative, and they were such an important band. I saw them in 1978 opening up for the Buzzcocks, and everybody was there to see the Buzzcocks. They were the big band. Maybe seven. They were so good, Gang of Four, Mm -hmm. that we almost forgot. Did the Buzzcocks right? And I interviewed them. It was one of my first bands I ever interviewed. A phenomenal band, and then who recently passed, and I'm going to butcher his last name, so please sort this uh, DJ Andrew. Do you remember his last name? Oh, Andrew Wester. Westfall. Yeah, hold on. I don't want. I don't want and I should know I don't anyway he was a very influential absolutely and he uh, produced Primal Scream Screamadelica which I have to go back and listen to because it was one of those albums I listened to that's a genre we should explore at some point the Acid House British rave stuff because that was an interesting time it was a full moment it was a full moment that kind of caught on here and didn't very much so Anyway, so those people passed away along with democracy. But um, democracy is in the bowl de toilette. That's French for <laughs> toilet bowl. That's French for horse face. Logo. Andrew Weatherhall. Andrew Weatherhall. I apologize yeah. to that. But um, yeah. So all right. So what do we want? Oh, and you know who else passed away? And I don't remember his name. But the man who invented cut and paste, copy and paste, um. cut, or as my students call it, uh, professor. I'm not plagiarizing. I'm copy and pasting. Oh my god, yeah. this guy just walked by and smiled at me, and he's really cute. Turn uh, around uh, slowly. Slowly. Well, you know, I European, can't, I can't, I can't, totally European totally. vibe, totally oh, European vibe. Look at him. Oh, he's oh. kind of cute, but gay, right? Or European, gay or European? Are they? Kids? It could be. It could be a little bisexual. So that means you can, you know, Which he'll right? fix your hair and fuck you good. <laughs> oh, he just started house music dancing. Oh well, there you go, gay. Gay. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, <laughs> does anyone want a middle-aged woman with wearing a, the shame, the orthopedic Somewhere boot of shame? Out there. All right. <laughs> All right. What are we going to talk about now, my friend? We're going to talk a little bit about these times and, um, you know, with the election. And li- the last election, you know, there were a lot of artists that got involved. And I kind of almost feel like, you know, our friend Miguel and I, we always have this argument. And he thinks that the amount of celebrity that came around and were up front for Hillary Clinton did her some damage. And it got me thinking about. How to use your art and protest and, right. and political points in in this new age? And when I I actually did watch the Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift documentary. I thought you were going to say I watched mm. Miss America, and, and I was like, what? And you know, I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan, but it was almost like the whole piece was her political coming out, right? Showing her really basically making a decision to finally be more political. How her team didn't want her to do it, or and, just political, not and, more and political. How, and how everybody assumed for such a long time that she was like the queen of the Republicans. And, well, for understandable reasons. Well, interesting, right? Well, I think only because she came from country. 
That was no it because she never really ever, said anything. Oh, and also she's a rich white girl. And I mean, there was, you know, the thing is, is that if you want to prove somebody wrong, then prove them wrong. Right. And she never, she was also sort of the Aryan Nation poster girl for a while. Yeah, so. but you know, listen, like I worked with managers who like Matthew, Matthew's whole thing was this is not the vision. We don't talk anything right. politics. Right. If you're asking anything politics, if you look at those early Destiny's Child interviews, oh God, they and were people and people would ask, try to ask them right. about anything political, Nothing. they would not answer those right. questions. Right. It's like, and I think you could see from this Taylor piece, it was that same thing. While they did not want her to do it, and she was like, "I'm doing it," and they were like, "We don't want you to do it." She was like, "I'm doing it," and people really worried about. You know, especially with country. Look at what happened with the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, I think the thing is the difference. The radio stations that are still no, not I know. I music. think the difference with Taylor, though, with in terms of that, I think Taylor had a cushion that the Dixie Chicks didn't have, only because Taylor had firmly established herself as a pop artist and pop But the Dixie Chicks were the biggest. No, thing I know, in, but I'm saying overnight. No, and uh, no, I love yeah. the Dixie Chicks. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into discussion of Taylor Swift in terms no, of her. No, I'm just saying. I have problems. I'm saying, with but her. yeah, but but it's not about that. It's no, about, I have problems with her politic, with well, this well, political. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm just talking about people making the choice to start to really step out in a different way and say it. I you know think what I mean? you have an obligation. Do you? I think if you, you, I you, think you feel if, like artists should. I say think things, if you have a platform, yes. I think you need to use it, and not all the time. But what I would say is, in such an egregious situation as the Trump administration, yes, I think you have a platform. Okay, yeah. I'm not saying. I just think that you're obligated when you see this kind of fuckery going on. Right. You know, if if she didn't endorse Obama or didn't endorse Obama, it, either which way. Right. But I and I can understand why she struggled with it. But I I do think you have, especially when you're wrapping yourself in this faux feminism light stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying she has to sit there and wear a pink pussy hat and say I had an abortion yesterday and boy are my arms tired right. or whatever. But I do think when it got to a crisis, and I'm glad she spoke out against her her senator, Marsha Blackburn, right. mm-hmm. who is a fucking ugh, right. a nightmare. But I also see an amazing way to have protests. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard Dave's album, Psychodrama. He, oh, explain a little he, bit about Dave, because he's quite good. Dave is a really young UK rapper. Terrible uh, name, though. It's a terrible name for a rapper. Santon Dave. That, well, that's... What's his name? Dave, though. Dave, that's his name. I know, but it's just like rap. But I love name. it. He's I just know, like, yeah, Dave. but I, yeah, listen, I like, like that he's just like my name, and you know, everybody calls him Santon Dave because he's from Santon in the UK. Oh, okay. And um, he has an amazing album, Psychodrama, which won the the Mercury Prize, which is this prize given every year in the UK to the best British album and there's usually 12 contenders for it and they have a big ceremony everybody performs yeah it's even more prestigious than the Grammys I think and then he just won this past weekend this past week the Brit Award in the UK which is the equivalent to the Grammys and he's the second time he's done it right no 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 this was he Stormzy won best uh, British solo male for the second time so it's the second time a grime artist has won and he won he went he won it was an amazing. He he performed one of his tracks called "Black," and it's Which really is a great song. It is a great song, Fucking and great he changed song. some of the lyrics on that song to basically call Boris Johnson a full-on racist, which he is. And he also called out the racist treatment of Meghan Markle versus Kate. Yeah, well, which well, l- l- listen, no, I, think, I agree with. I it. think I think that it's important. I think that's an important way to use your you use your voice no, also I think political it is. through your art, and I think we're we're missing that art of people knowing how to properly get well, a political point I across think the Brits in protest I their think, art. I think that in Europe, 
not that we don't have a history of protest music. I mean, the 60s, the 70s, Bob Dylan, Woody Guthrie, go down the line. I mean, right. Public Enemy, you know, we have a history of it. But it's more ingrained these days in the mm-hmm. culture in Europe because they don't have a problem with getting going to the streets. Right. We don't do that anymore. I mean, the joke in this country is is that you know politicians will go, oh, you're an artist, we don't care about your politics. Well, we have a reality show host as president. Right. So there goes that whole fucking argument right out right. the window. I would like to see more going on, but um, um, what's what's happening now, I think, it's not as overt, maybe, but you have artists like a child, you know, Childish Gambino yes. or Gary Clark Jr. Yes, yes, yes. And if you're a black artist and you're in a video with the American flag, even if you say nothing, that's a political statement. Kind of, sort of. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, that was a political statement yep. without saying a word. Well, and evidently, supposedly there was, uh, you know. Blowback, right? Well, supposedly that Jade. Z didn't want Jennifer to have those political messages in there. Yeah, she well, she evidently put her foot down. He's and was very. Like, he's become increasingly problematic, in well, my opinion. It's it's quite it's quite interesting. It's yeah. quite interesting. But I mean, so the the political message. Um, I mean, you do have bands who are out on the stump with Bernie now. Bands mm-hmm. that I don't care about, like right. Weezer and the Strokes. I think Bernie, if he wants to appeal to, wants to preach to somebody besides his choir, might want to acquire. You know, well, Killer Mike is a, is a Bernie fan, and Cardi okay. B is a is a Bernie fan. Right. So there are still artists coming out there and, and doing using their voice. Using and their she's voice. She's an interesting one, the way she uses her voice. And I've heard so many people saying she shouldn't be done. And I'm like, you oh, know I what? Love her. I said this is what's interesting. There are a lot more people who speak like her. A lot more people who <laughs> and, speak like her. And that language and, and how she vote. speaks. And who don't vote. She can speak to them. Let where me tell you something. Yeah. She can speak to them. We don't need, as much as I love... We need everybody to come out and vote. Right. But no, but I, I think the politics, it's just become different. It's not... It's it's going into different mediums. Right. You see it now in video. You see it in social media. You see it in films. It, it's... It's, I think in a lot of ways, though, too, I think that we're so, so many people, we're still so he won. Right. <laughs> he won. So I well, think we're overwhelmed. D- and, and people, it's been so much fuckery and trials that everybody's just desensitized to everything. But you and see a lot of shows, I mean, one way the politics is, is, is reflecting itself in not necessarily music, you see... You know, Party of Five has been redone. Right, it's a it's a Latino family. Right, now. one day at a time. Right, was redone. It was a Latino Jane the Virgin would talk about ICE and and immigration right. all the time. So it's being redone in the sense that it's recognizing, uh, not enough obviously, but it's recognizing other. You see ads now. You will see trans people in ads. You right. will see interracial couples in ads. A lot on TV. I noticed a lot of yeah. interracial couples. In so TV. that's the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's how is it musically happening is obviously not yet. I think it will. It would certainly help if a lot of these artists got their heads out of their asses. You know what it brings me back to? What? 30 years ago when Sinead O'Connor ripped up that ki- picture of the oh, Pope. She on was, a, she was a fucking prophet. And they, and they acted like she was a heretic. And she kept saying, she's a prophet. In my country, it's happening. The Catholic Church. Is, is hiding abusive children and everybody wanted to call her crazy. It was very easy oh, to Frank dismiss Sinatra, it. Remember, she's like, crazy. She's crazy. And she was telling the truth she the was entire telling the time. time. I mean, she is crazy. But, but, she, was but she was telling the truth. Yes, she, she was. was. Like, she was like, this Pope 
is not doing anything. They're just moving these priests around and they're hurting kids. And it right. was happening here. And every, in America, we get so angry about symbols. But right? can I tell it you It was something? a picture. You would think that she actually had the Pope on TV. And ripped him and a new ripped one. Him and ripped him. Well, you know? I will say, now, what do you think? Do you think if Bono had done that, the blowback would have been as strong? I, I think th- part of it is that she was I, a woman. Oh, absolutely. I think that people would have been outraged, but then it's Bono, so there would have been a certain gravitas. So, well, what the investigative pieces, why would Bono do this? Right. And then the investigations would have happened. Where's Bono during all this? Where are a lot of people during all of where, this? Where's, where is it? You know, Springsteen came out. I mean, we know he's anti-Trump, but, you know, where are these guys? I'm sorry, Jay isn't doing enough. Well, what do you think about him getting the NFL to donate $100 million toward uh, criminal justice reform. What are they, like, they going to do? I'm like, so what does that mean? Are what we going to use mean? it toward getting people out of jail? Is it about helping the families? Is, 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 is there some program? Is it reentry program? Is the NFL going to start taking what care of their, their players who beat their wives up? You know? I mean, let's, you know, I mean, are they going to really... I. You know, I, Jay is such a, I mean, we could do a whole fucking year on Jay. Jay is such a, it's so confusing with him because he does one step forward, three steps back all mm-hmm. the time. I, I, I want to believe him. I want to think his heart is in a good place. But then all I see is dollar signs all the time with him. I don't believe it. I, I mean, I'm saying that I, I believe he's for prison reform and he's done the uh, Khalif, right. yes. the Khalif brother um, documentary was great. The Meek Mill documentary yeah. is phenomenal. But why are you even getting in bed with the NFL? Well, the funny thing is, I, after telling other people not to, I, you know, I, I, I just said to somebody the other day, I was like, you got to be careful who you get your information from. You have to not always get your primary information from people whose job it is to sell you something. Exactly. Because if their energy is very much like, come over here, come, I'm, right. I have this thing, right. buy it from me and you'll have all it. Just like, because he's cool. Or just because he came from the, you know, he he doesn't get a pass just because he he worked his way up. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's interesting how the tide has turned on him just a little bit as far as public perception. And I think him join, I think it was a misstep the way he spoke about. I think it's time for us to stop kneeling when people were like, "Well, you never knelt in college." Yeah, you know. I don't know. I and mean, then they say he was part of supposedly the NFL giving Colin these workouts, no, but know the way when, that was all set up wasn't right. No, you know when the tide really started turning on him in a lot of his ways mm. was the whole deal with the Nets. With that, mm-hmm. I think that people started seeing him in the way that I don't. Begr- well, no, I feel like they celebrated him with that, like, "Yo, he's a businessman." But I don't begrudge that, him making money. I don't, I don't begrudge, begrudge anybody making. Well, money. Well, I begrudge some people making money. Well, listen, I care. I like. I don't begrudge anybody making money. I just think. Everyone should have the opportunity to really make money. Yes, but I begrudge. Mm-hmm. All right, I would begrudge you if you made your money doing horrible things. If you made mm-hmm. your money doing child porn, I would begrudge you. Well, that, that that's a whole different. Right, thing but you know what I'm saying. So I don't begrudge the fact right. that Jay is rich. I don't begrudge him. I, I, I obviously am a fan of his music. I think he's done a lot of good things. But I think him getting into bed with the NFL is very problematic because the NFL is white Republican Trump country. And it almost and what's seems, he, is he yeah. their toy? Is he their pal? I trust more the guy who is the white guy that owns the Sixers. Michael Rubin, is that his name? I don't know. He's in the Meek. He was very instrumental in getting Meek Mill out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm dude. talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know That's somebody about. I trust. That's somebody who seems to be... I trust none be, of them. Who seems... I trust Trust. Okay, I'm doing yeah. it in air. Yeah. Who seems to be walking the walk a little bit. I don't see with Jay... I get the sense with Jay that he's always looking for the headline. But I'm like, oh, great, great. Meek has been out. What about all these other people? We need a real... Re- right. re- like, reforms here. Well, you know you who's know? on Trump's new committee? He has a little committee now mm. to, um, to discuss... Your 
racist. Yeah, every the, the, the Van Jones, who, as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, black people, the next cookout, move the location, invite him, but move the location. Because his he's, wife is definitely coming, and there might be raisins in the potato salad. Oh, he's getting a divorce. I heard too. Uh, really? Yes, yes, yes. I heard. Oh, I, I have influential that. black friends too, oh. you know. And there's like the, you know. But anyway, the point is Van Jones, and it's a whole bunch. And Mark Whitaker, who mm. used to be, is it's a whole bunch of like fucking idiots who are. Uh, but the anyway, um, yeah. So Van Jones, we write you off. All right. What do we want to? Do you want to talk about what is inflaming you this week? So, you know, we have our what stupid shit did Megan McCain say And she said week. a lot. Of, she actually said a lot of stupid. Actually, Michael Eric Dyson was on the other night. Mm-hmm. Or other night. Other night. Yes, I watched. Was the he pontificating? Her. He was. You he's know, a really nice guy. He's though. a really, nice, a really guy nice guy and he's super smart, but yeah. he's a preacher. Yeah. He's a, he's nice a smart guy. guy. Yeah. He was using lots of $20 words mm-hmm. for a $2 audience. But the best part was that if you want to know America, if you want to know how to shut Megan McCain up, mm-hmm. put a smart black guy in the past. She didn't say Did a she say word. Okay. She called him Mr. Dyson. Oh. Oh. Yep. And of course, he did acknowledge her dead father. I think right. that's a law there. It's like the Apollo where <laughs> no. you have to touch the you wood touch, yeah, before yeah, you come on. True. You have to go, John McCain, right. John McCain. No, um, she didn't say a fucking word. No so, to the view. Get a loudmouth black eye on there. Everybody. My uh, rant for this week is the motherfucking cheating ass Houston Astros. Boo. Guess what? Wait, do we have a do we have do we do, do we have, have a boo? boo? We oh, must no, have a me, boo. Let me check. There's something. There's a rim shot. No, <laughs> no, no, that ain't it. That ain't. Uh, cricket. No, no, that we ain't don't need it. the cricket. Uh, spooky. No. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Fuck it. Here it is. Boo. I'll tell you something. Oh, oh turn ah, those crickets ah, off. Ah. <laughs> felt like we were being attacked. It was really, like, it was like the, the birds. The Exorcist to the heretic when the right. locusts started the coming. C- the cicadas. Right. <laughs> um, to watch that press conference with the owner and them being like, listen, basically we're moving forward and it didn't change the game. It's like, you cheating ass motherfuckers. It changed the you, game. It changed the game. That's why you cheated, to change and the Altuve, game. Altuve, <laughs> you're a cheat. Now, what did they do? They were banging on garbage cans or something crazy? They had this signal thing with banging on garbage cans to let them know which balls were coming. And it was like, that didn't change the game. So if I'm a batter and I know what ball is coming, you don't think that's not changing the game? No, that's not changing the game. Right. No, that's not changing. Courtney, you're so cynical. Right. But I love the idea that in this age of unbelievable technology, they're banging on garbage cans. It is. But they were using the technology to do it, right? So with technology, they were seeing the signal and then sending the fucking the chant out and then to stand here and rob manfield manfield or whatever the fuck his name is the the, the fucking the commissioner who called the trophy just a piece of metal and it's the name of the trophy is actually the commissioner's trophy oh it is and he had to come back and apologize for that it's like i'm sorry this has been handled quite poorly cheating no one is happy about a cheating situation no and these guys, none of the guys were punished. Well, you know, Trump will just pardon them if something happens. Anyway. I mean, that part. Are they getting an asterisk next to well, their um, not, thing? Not, they won't. Well, people want them to put it there. But, you know, he's saying no. But honestly, there is in every baseball players, and I think a lot of fans' eyes. And I believe when they go to all of these stadiums, I think pitchers are going to try to hit them with balls. And I think the fans are going to be really hostile to them. No, I think and, they should be. And people feel like the Yankees got robbed. So you know. Oh, when they play the Bronx? When they come to the Bronx? Oh, wait, they're not going to be coming to the Bronx. They're, Amer- no. they're National League. 
They play in the Bronx. The Astros? How could the Yankees? Oh, they beat the Yankees to get into the thing. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, no, there'll be a time. I'm just a girl. There'll be a time. There will be a time when they they come come to the Bronx. Oh, it's not going to be pretty. When they go all around this country, I believe in every stadium. They're going to boo. People are going to treat them like cheaters. Cheaters. Like cheaters. Okay. You know, so screw and so them. my rant is baseball. Get it the fuck together. Cheating is not all right. It's Spring like, season is it, upon us. One and, month, right? And, and it's not okay. And I feel like it's bullshit. The response to this, and it's really funny how Trump has said nothing about that. But when well, it was somebody kneeling, when it was someone kneeling in the NFL, yes, he acted like they were the is, ho- most horrible. Cheating is of part shit. of his mo. Well, right. my rant. It's not quite as noble as yours, but okay. So I had to recently switch out my files box because mm-hmm. the clock on the files box was wavering, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let me get a new. F- okay, the, so the new files boxes don't have clocks, and I have no idea what's going on. When I come in in the morning, and listen, this is important to me. When I come in in the morning, Do y'all hear this white woman luxury <laughs> problem that she No, hey, my new files hey. box does not no, have a clock not, on no. it. How All am I supposed my, to know what time it is? Maybe turn over and look at the fucking cell phone that's next to you or no, wear a watch? No, I have, <laughs> excuse me, I don't have a TV in my room. I have a TV in the living room. Number one. And I want to say something, Courtney. And maybe you'll change your tune after you hear this. No. When I was coming into my living room oh, the other Jesus. day and I, I saw that I couldn't see what, because how am I supposed to know when the next law and order is on if there's not a thing? Anyway. Because they don't come on back to back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I turned to see the clock on my on my stove. And for that brief second, I wasn't paying attention, and I walked into a chair, and I broke my toe! <laughs> I wish y'all could see the look I'm giving her across this table. You don't have to see it. You can feel it. Well, anyway, I just wanted to say, I couldn't really think of because everything is pissing me off now, so I just yeah. thought, let me make it something... No, I, why are and they a not putting clogs? Really not cute. It's not cute. It's not cute <laughs> it's at not all, cute. especially when your figure skating. Right. But anyway, so that's. I just want clocks back. We on have a special boxes. thanks too. Oh yeah. All right. So as you will see when you go on our Instagram and Twitter and all sorts of great places, we had a really cool logo, and then we decided to upgrade our logo for the new decade. And my friend and Courtney's new friend now too, Al Diaz, who is a legendary graffiti artist, one half Legend. of the infam- infamous Samo. We're talking iconic. No, he's iconic, <laughs> and he's been a friend of mine for thirty something years, and I adore him, and he's a great guy, and he kindly designed a new logo for us so please check out our new logo check out go al's to, website yeah go to al's website what's his website um at aldiaz.com and go to samo look him up he's yeah. an important guy and man. you shouldn't you should know about him i posted a new interview uh, well an uh, interview from 2018 with him on our on our Facebook a video, a video? A video yo, a YouTube video. No, he's an important guy. I mean, he was right there with Boscat when Boscat started. He's a great guy, New York guy, graffiti legend, and a great musician too. And remember, follow us. We have a Facebook page. Please, and, and uh, I'm gonna let you finish. Please, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're, we're on, on drugs. SoundCloud. Oh no, no, just Courtney. And follow our <laughs> partners at Listening Party Presents on on. Uh, on IG, also go to their website, follow our partners, Canal Street Radio, they're on IG, and just remember, come down and visit us, we, we tape usually every other Saturday, every we're other here, every other Saturday, come down and support come down Chinatown and support, right now, come guys, down and support come on, the, the, the Canal Street Market, which is where we tape out of, there's yeah. great vendors here, there's great food, there's drinks, and there's a tables. guy who looks like Robert Smith, and it's a cool place to hang out, come downtown, come see us in Chinatown, 
come come support these vendors. Right. Listen, guys, we're in New York. Yeah. We can't fall for the xenophobic bullshit. Not at all, it's man. It's like we need to make sure all of our neighborhoods we gotta make sure all of our neighborhoods are, are doing good because they will like they, no, it is like cute boys. No, there's a lot of cute boys to, here today. Listen, I know we're doing this show and we keep going off topic. No, but there really are but a lot like of today, cute boys. Today. All of a sudden it's like trade They're bringing day, that honey. they're bringing that same energy today. Honey, and they're all looking at us. I got on my too tight jeans and the good <laughs> underwear. I am ready for this party. You're wearing underwear? The good ones. Ooh, the good ones. Sookie, the kinds that lift everything up and push it where it's where it's supposed to be. Well, and on that note, <laughs> we love you. We love you. See you in two weeks, and yeah. please keep in touch with us. Love yeah. you. Keep in touch. Leave a leave a message on our Facebook. Leave a message on our social media. You know, Amy's the queen of our Twitter account. I Go know. there, have a full chat with her. Check her out every day. She's usually live tweeting something that happens at the View and all the good shit. And start <laughs> a good old conversation. We're here for it. We love you, kids. Love you. Bye. You, bye. <laughs>